Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, guys. Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to the Speaking Podcast. As I've talked about before with my experience hosting a show on Fox for many years in New York, the thing that we took away from television was... It's all about interesting people saying interesting things. So I want to bring you one of those interesting voices, one of the newest, um, I'm going to say, passionate voices for freedom and liberty in this country. She is a Playboy Playmate, a writer, model, and a makeup and hair artist, successful investor in Bitcoin. And she has recently joined the chorus of voices speaking out against lockdowns and this COVID mania. Please welcome Jessica Vaughn. Jessica, great to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. I'll try to live up to that amazing job you did with the, um, hyping me up in your intro. So thanks for that. Well, I, you know, we, we, uh, we connected on Twitter and I've been impressed over just the last few weeks of the things that you've been saying from and commenting on everything, everything from uh, what's going on with the violence in our streets to the new Biden-Harris administration to the lockdown. So why don't we start at the beginning? Let's talk about your journey. One of the, the, uh, the things that I saw in an interview that you did was your journey was really from uh, very liberal to not so liberal. And it was the lockdowns that got your head thinking and looking in another direction. So first, tell me about your journey to Hollywood. You, you went, you got to LA and then the whole world shut down. Yeah, um, you know, I've been here for uh, several years. This is definitely, Los Angeles is definitely uh, my home now. And, and you're, you're defaulted into taking a worldview from the culture, you know, default blue pill, I call it. Um, yeah. And I was just happy living my life, doing a lot of uh, freelance work and sort of moving through the market, whatever interested me at the time. And um, it all came to a screeching halt. And for somebody that um, was gig economy and needed all the the openness of live events being here and, and um, just, you know, freedom in general, I, I didn't necessarily know how much I relied on that. Um, but after a month, I certainly knew uh, what was being done to me was a, a full on assault and not just me, everybody, you know, there's millions of people in the gig economy in L.A. Um, and, and that it tends to make a person pretty angry uh, when the government halts your livelihood. And so how money. is that? I mean, think about that for a minute. You, you know, you, you're working in Los Angeles, you're working with other models and photographers and people in the entertainment industry. The that the, the consensus seems to be that that entire group of entertainment is far, far left. So it would, it would occur to me that a lot of those folks, even though it's hurting them personally, um, they support the current administration. They support a lot of the policies, the masking, the distance, all of this yeah. nonsense. Um, how is it that you're able to survive and thrive in that environment given cancel culture? Well, you're not allowed to have a divergent opinion, but when it when it matters, if, if you're more committed to the truth of things, if you believe in the principles of, of our First Amendment, then you realize that you would never consequent anybody for their own opinion. And we're all just, you know, uh, 
spongy evolving beings are, are we're constantly changing our attitudes based on new information and if you're not then you're probably um dead or 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 in some sort of of stone-like state where where you can't be um affect you don't contemporize anything you think that's just crazy to think that you have to be stuck so i i took the invitation of the world coming to a screeching halt to investigate a lot of things i mean I, I didn't, I, I haven't been able to do anything that I used to be able to do. Um, so I was just mad at Gavin Newsom and decided that I, I wanted to just do something productive with that time. So and, the, the, uh, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, has, uh, has been pretty radical on just about everything. I mean, just the way people are treated if they violate the COVID protocols, if they try to earn a living as a you know, normal person out there. Um, it, it, but let me ask you, they, California somehow generated more than 2 million signatures to throw him out. And I it looks like, I'm sure you were, uh, but have, do you find in your industry are a lot of people shunning you or is the tide turning? I don't even think it's left and right anymore. As you and I said offline before we started this recording, it seems that the world's divided into two groups, those who are afraid and want government to take care of them at whatever expense, and those of us who believe in our immune systems and our natural human liberty and constitutional principles and the right to go out and earn a living. Um, you know, are you being shunned or are you finding that a lot of folks you work with are starting to see that light and come your way? Well, I decided to opt out of, of those things. I don't, I, even castings, they're requiring to go get um, you know, COVID tests and all this stuff. And, and I knew that was directly correlating to all the case counts where people wouldn't even necessarily know that they're even, you know, COVID positive. So I knew that was a part of the hustle to get data that justified the lockdowns to begin with. And, and, the, and I just felt like there was an ulterior motive. And that was evident to me about a month in um, when they started turning people's power and lights off and uh, Power and water yeah, off. I read that the power company actually by action of the government right turns your power off if you've got an illegal gathering with what more than 10 people yeah it's not yeah and you know we we're locked in the house and I didn't personally go to any parties because it, I, I just didn't see the point I I wanted to feel all the consequences of this stuff because I knew it was leading me to be motivated to make changes in in um, what I believed in information that was always available that I never had the need to go find. So, so I just wanted to feel all those things that, that I knew were leading me to the truth about a lot of things that, that, that when the world is functioning, you can just be in oblivion about a lot of things. Um, so when it came to a screeching halt, I knew it was time to really utilize that time. Because when do you ever get an invitation where the world absolutely stops and you can just study and read and and listen yeah. to lots of people's ideas and um you know, the more information you have the more you can sift through it and and look for some threads I, of truth and formulate what you what you really believe i love your uh needing to feel it and you know because it's like someone will tell me my wife tells me this all the time she's like no that plate's hot don't touch it and i'm the guy that has to touch it to make sure it's actually hot and then i learn and, you know, it, it sounds like that, like you had to feel it and experience it. So what's something that has changed dramatically? Like you'll go back a few years, um, you know, you saw the world differently. Were you politically active then because you're really active now? Uh, or was it this woke you up to say, I need to get involved. I need to speak my mind and, and, and be a voice. 
I realized I skipped your last question. So I'll go back to that. Um, I, I changed all my friends, basically. Yeah. There's a couple people that stayed, but I, I'm just not a part of any of that. I haven't been going to castings because I knew that was a part of, of the hustle. Yeah. Um, right. and, and, and I just, I, I just, um, there were friends in my life that leaned conservative and I never knew it. And then they started seeing my evolution in thinking and um, luckily, I never thought they were bad people or any of these things that, that people um, can be led to believe about conservatives. So luckily, I always had an open ear. Um, you mean you can have a conversation with someone you disagreed with? Go yeah, figure. and I, I've always been able to do that. In fact, just like thinking about um, my Twitter feed yesterday, listening to the vast responses and different uh, people, different people in their preferred styles of government. Um, where they lean politically, it's it's been really fascinating. So I think about how much more rich my life experience is because I'm interested in listening to other people and, and their takes on things, even when they're not, I can't imagine um, not being friends with people because of what they think about politically. Now, naturally, I'm repelled by certain people in their attitudes, and I don't want to be around them because I can't be myself now. So, so people had have uh, dropped from my life, but I am centered in truth enough to know that if people fall out from my life, that that's just life curating my, my environment more for me to where I'm headed. Jessica, is it more your view when I go back to the beginning of what I said that, that like I see the world is really dividing into two groups. There's the fearful ones that, that believe, uh, you know, daddy government is going to take care of everything. And then there are us realists who know that we've got to take care of ourselves. Capitalism works. The idea of earning a living works. Um, is it that they're shunning you because of that or do they... Uh, are you being labeled as, ah, you're a conservative, you're a Republican, and, and you don't understand how bad they are. They're racists and they hate women and all those things. What is it that has them shunning you? Um, well, what happens is, is they just leave. It's not necessarily that there's a big conversation around it. They just, um, they might have a, a minor confrontation about something, but really what happens, especially in the digital realm, they, they just go somewhere else and don't invite you to do things that you used to get to be invited to do with them. And, and I understand, but because I'm not interested in being in their world anymore. I mean, um, I, I wanted to be here and I'm so, I'm so grateful for everything that Los Angeles has afforded me, but I'm, I'm completely at odds with everything the people around me believe in because I'm also watching how it's, it's, um, guiding these these policy decisions or guiding their behaviors there's leading logics and anytime you you pay people off to not work they're going to obviously take you up on Amazing, that. Right? so, so if you can uh, for our new jersey audience i'd love you to address something that our governor has been fond of saying they said it during the campaign he said it now they want to make new jersey like california and those of us who have not lost our minds and are saying are saying wait a minute that is a terrible idea uh, can you share some insight on just how bad the government has gotten in California? Uh, it, yeah, y'all don't want that. You really don't. You want to stay in New Jersey for sure. Um, there, even before the shutdowns, there there's crazy levels of homelessness, and um, our new DA doesn't want to do things like prosecute breaking and entering, and he decriminalized a lot of things. He just you know, ignores those reports and nobody gets prosecuted. And so, of course, the behaviors don't ever get interrupted by people. So, um, I, you know, I live in a neighborhood in the Hollywood Hills and constantly I can read on Nextdoor app 
Um, people are talking about, you know, getting their houses cleaned out by people, cars stolen, everything. Like they'll apprehend somebody that broke and entered into their home and and detain that person until the police come and the police officers like we can't do anything. They'll take a police report, but they don't know what to do with these people who, you know, and the, the homeless correlation is, is they'll work for these basically like crime groups that go and case the joints and stuff like that. And, and uh, there's nothing we can proactively do with it at all. We just have to wait to be victims. And that's, that's not the kind of governance that you want. That's worse than an anarchy state where you have to just, you know, defend your own homestead with your guns, you know I mean? Yeah, I wonder if gun ownership is up in California. It's not exactly a gun-friendly state. Yeah, no, it's not. I'm sure that um, there's there's a couple there's a couple um, there's one in Burbank I see all the time, but they can't keep any stock, is what I'm. They can't. It, it, the rush to buy firearms has been over the top. You can't buy ammunition. I mean, it, it, it's amazing to me. And if that's not a sign that the government has broken something, I, I don't know what is. So let's well, talk. About oh, go ahead. I don't understand how when when that became liberals in lines, you know, for guns, like, OK, well, all of a sudden now you are seeing that you're legitimizing your your two a right. So then why would you want to join a party and that wants to deny people that? Why do you if you like it, it's people block their own ability to to contemporize their thinking in a crisis is a, the most potent opportunity you have to see what it is you really believe. So this has fleshed out a lot of what I believe. It's, it's, it's not necessarily that all those things that, that changed, obviously the line is moving farther left. You know, the Overton windows just moved pretty far left. Now, where, where were you in 2016? So Trump is running for president and I'm sure most people you associated with thought, my God, this is, this is the most horrific possible thing that could happen. And in inside of two years of the Trump presidency, the economy was booming. Illegal immigration was down. They, you know, we had we had peace in the world. We weren't at war with yeah. North Korea. Go figure, right? Where were you then? Were you starting to turn then to see the light, or uh, did it really take until the lockdown? Well, I never um, awfulized Donald Trump in this way that that um, lots of liberals like to do. So I never thought it was the end of the world. Now I was surprised just because obviously I was taking in a lot of CNN at the time and I had no reason to believe at all, you know. I'm like, They're telling the truth. Polls must be accurate, right? I mean, right, these, are, right. these are professionals. Right, they know what they're doing. They get paid for this. So I, I, was, I was pretty surprised, but I never, I never thought it was the end of the world. And then of course you had, like you said, two years to to um, see what you were getting and it wasn't bad. And then when the shutdowns came, um, like I said, just getting Gavin Newsom out of office or at least to let us free, be free again was, was my initial um, beginnings of red pilling. But mm -hmm. I would say that definitely uh, just, just the destruction of, of Los Angeles alone let what me now? know that I had, I had to vote for Trump. I mean, there was no, there's just some, there's just some deal breakers and mm -hmm. uh, I could see I could see the writing on the wall. And and then I, so I was publicly talking a whole lot about why I was voting for Trump. Let's talk about uh, the, the violence in the streets. You know, um, now this is airing a week after the uh, the Chauvin verdict in the George Floyd killing. And, you know, evidence, it seems that evidence was almost secondary to the political pressure, the intimidation you had politicians coming out saying there's a right verdict, which implies, of course, there's a wrong verdict. Um, and that was even before the jury 
met. The, uh, you know, the cop was convicted, certainly in the media before anything else, and George Floyd was heralded as a hero. But to not relitigate that, the, the expectation, I think, was that if the jury had gone the other way and he had been acquitted or just uh, convicted of manslaughter and not the two murder charges, that, that uh, there would be violence in the streets. That was basically what was projected. And, and instead, he was convicted on all three counts, and there was violence in the streets. So oh, yeah. what, what's your take on that? Well, there was there was going to be the the rioting, um, the rioting and the looting, regardless of what happened. I mean, we have now established for, I don't know, 15 months or something that that this is the behavior we reward. So why wouldn't they? I mean, and also groups like Antifa, they're they're anti-authority overall. So it wouldn't matter if authority is giving them what they want. They they just want to they just want to tear down the system. So there's no reason for Democrats to think that they're going to placate those groups and get what they want. They're just all they're they're just that intersectional coalition of of the far left that um, legitimizes each other because it's it's politically expedient for everybody. Do you feel safe in the city? I mean, when you travel, no way, no way. What do you do about it? Do you just change your behavior? You don't go to certain places. You don't uh, travel alone. I mean, what what do you? What's the reaction? And maybe it's a good message to other young women out there uh, who undoubtedly don't feel safe uh, like you. Well, I have a, a resurged interest in in getting married. I see the point of that now. Uh, just have have a have a bodyguard around all the time. Um, no, I just I, I guess just being aware of vulnerabilities more. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that pressing reason, every policy decision, every um, riot, I, I just want to leave. I want to go somewhere deeply red because those are the only leaders I believe anymore that care about my constitutional rights and my, you know, I, I don't want to be in a place where a DA won't prosecute breaking and entering. That's amazing. That, that's that basic, is shocking. That's a basic protection of government to ensure that you have the opportunity to um, be safe and protect your belongings. Like that's just basics. Yeah. So let's talk about Bitcoin. Um, you made a jump into Bitcoin about a month ago and uh, you've gotten some, some, certainly some traction on that with uh, market watchers, et cetera. What was your thinking on Bitcoin and um, you know, what got, what got you started? Um, well, Red pilling necessarily is what, well, red pilling led me to getting orange pill because there's a solution in Bitcoin that, that just being red pill doesn't give you. Um, so because the money is broken, the money is broken. We've deviated so far from the founding principles um, as they appear to me. And Bitcoin brings an opportunity to fix all those things. So I liked the allure of the vision to get back to what we were founded upon. And in the future, knowing that liberty and this deep sense of patriotism, I feel is something that I might have to take with me out into the world, depending on government's actions in the coming years, because I don't wanna be a slave. I don't wanna be stuck in a place where I'm I'm subject to um, governance that I fundamentally believe is wrong. Do you, what do you think? You said, uh, you know, you're on a track to, uh, to get married. You see a value in that. I loved your explanation there. What, let's say you have kids someday. 
Um, I don't know if that's a life goal or not, but let's say you have some kids. What what would be your plan in terms of education? I mean, so many people now are looking at the public school system as just a complete and utter disaster. It's a propaganda machine. They're, they're teaching children that gender doesn't exist, that everything is fluid. There's no structure. The cops are the enemy. I mean, it's, you know, and you should be embarrassed if you're white. You should be guilty. Like, there's a lot going on that is being pushed on kids as young as six, seven, eight years old. Um, what would you, because my wife and I talked about this. Our kids are grown. My, my daughter lives in London. My son is graduating high school this year and he's off to college. Believe it or not, headed to California. So I've told him, I'm like, you have no idea what you're getting into. But, but you know, he's, he said, I'm going to San Diego. And we're, we're proud of him and happy he made that choice. But I don't have to deal with young kids and the propaganda. And I, you know, I love to ask this question because I wonder what are people thinking? Because I, I have said this publicly and I have been in New Jersey um, for uh, the lion's share of my life, lived in Boston, lived in DC, but my wife and I picked New Jersey. And we would be leaving if I had little kids in this public school system. And I suspect it would be the same in California. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, where do you go? You said you want to leave. Like, where do you go? Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. Um, <laughs> it's an adventure. I'm, I'm, uh, but, well, for me, um, the number one place that has my attention is, is Miami. So um, I, I've just... Yeah. Didn't ever think much about other people's govern other states' governors... <laughs> but Ron DeSantis has definitely risen to the top of leadership that is doing anything proactive that I could get behind with it has solutions. And um, yeah, Miami might might be that place. For me. What do you think of the schools? I kind of was a long winded uh, question that I gave you, but you know, like, yeah. what would you do? Would, would you consider homeschooling? Would you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, school choice is something that it, it's strange that school choice is is politicized. Really, I mean, I get the liberal perspective that it would take. Um, valuable funding out of the public schools. Uh, but I, I went to public schools and all, all those school districts operate a little differently and there's ways there's ways to make it all work. But, but school choice is something that uh, parents should be afforded. I mean, the schools are basically just indoctrination factories to get people ready to work for corporations it, from my perspective. So I would never send anybody that I love to public school even though I survived public school. Yeah, I did too. Somehow, um, the uh, so la last as we wrap up, I, I, we, there's so much here, and I'd love to have you back on, Jessica. But I want to I want to ask you, what was harder with friends and family? Was it being a model who poses nude or becoming a conservative and and uh, opposing the left wing? Um, you asked me about my my family, what their take. Yeah, like family and friends. You know, what was harder? Was it, hey, I'm posing in this magazine, I'm pursuing this career, and I won't have any clothes on? Or, hey, by the way, I'm a conservative now, and, and uh, I'm opposing Gavin Newsom and what I'm recalled. Well, the commonality in my attitude for both of those things was, is I didn't care. This is just what I'm doing. This is what I believe in. And I just never asked permission on any of those things. So, And also, whatever criticism they want to have of me is fine. It it's really no bearing on me. That's their beliefs and that's fine. And it's not going to impact our relationship at all. If they uh, don't want to be around me, then that's just life sculpting my you. environment once again. So how, how has the hate been on social media? I, um, I always tell people I use the hashtag embrace the hate. And when people come at me and I've been called every name in the book and we actually a few years ago made posters of some of the best, worst things people said about me just to embrace it and enjoy it. Uh, I, I look through, I don't know if you end up blocking a lot of people, but it seems that a lot of your haters are attacking your ideas. They're not attacking you. Are you well, finding that? 
and those people can stay. They're welcome to stay. They don't have to um, like what I say. I don't have to like their opinions. But if you if you believe in one A at all, then you are fine with them coming in, saying whatever their opinions are, and um, so I'm not bothered by that. But yeah, there there are always going to be people that just fundamentally just want to discredit you for whatever associations you've had in the past. And um, well, I mean, I can't do anything. I mean, I've I've, po I've posed in magazines. What do you want me to do? Like, how can I undo that so that some stranger on Twitter can? legitimize me more i mean people are just going to find something if they don't like your ideas they always want to attack your personhood so i love your attitude that you don't apologize for anything good for you it was really great to talk to you and uh you know i hope we can do this again we'll certainly schedule something to have you back on i'd love to check back in as things go and uh, you know see how your bitcoin is doing and and what i'm hoping to be able to ask you at some point is are you thinking about running for office <laughs> you don't have to answer that now but just a thought Mm -hmm. Have you thought about it? Uh, you know, I think that uh, leadership is a de is is definitely hard in this period of time. Um, but what we need is a lot of people that are just not cowards. And so I'm happy to just use my voice and not be a coward and support leadership making good decisions. And and that is enough political influence for me at the moment. You are no coward. That is for sure. Appreciate your strength and courage and your take on things. Jessica, great to, uh, great to talk to you today. Thanks for joining me. Let's do it again. Let's definitely do it again. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.